When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, what's up, all you wonderfully wicked people? I'm Ben. I'm Nicole. And you're listening to Wicked and Grim. A true crime podcast. Warning. The following podcast contains graphic content and material intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. have any any cans to open this episode cheers though clink we have margaritas yeah it's a party tonight um we are it's monday and we're just drinking (laughs) margaritas that's it there's no story to go along with it well they probably don't know that we're actually like obsessed with margaritas margaritas are the shit they're freaking delicious the only beverage better than margarita is chocolate milk. Oh, okay. I was going to be like, <laughs> what is it? What is it? Chocolate milk. That's it. That's the only one that can beat a margarita. I don't know. I think I'd rather... If I had to choose between the two, I would choose a margarita. Yeah. Well, when, when we're in Vancouver, we'll have to make sure that we like go get a lot of margaritas because I'm pretty sure I mix like the best margarita ever. So let's see if someone can compete with my margarita. Just saying. Your margaritas are pretty dang good. If you guys want a margarita recipe, I'm going to tell you right now. Minute Maid Limeade. A whole can of that. Bunch of ice, tequila, triple sec, and a little bit of water just to kind of make it so it's not like too like slushy. And boom. And you got like the best margarita in the world. Just saying. It's pretty good. It's amazing. I don't actually love the rim salted though. I, w- I could pass on that shit. I do. It, it hits me right once in a while, but not not all the time. Mm-hmm. Some people actually sugar the rim. Did you know oh, that? Oh, I would like that better. Yeah? Yep. I generally drink it out of a straw, though, so it doesn't matter. I usually just salt it because it makes it look pretty. Yeah, with your little lime. <laughs> I want to look fancy, okay, have my pinky We in should here. take a picture of your friggin' margarita compared to mine. Mine's just in a mason jar like I gave two shits. Mine's actually in a margarita glass. <laughs> salt, lime, everything. Yeah, I was just like, just give me the bows. Yep. You excited for a Vancouver trip, though? Yeah, sorry. I'm just like watching our dog and wondering if I should go help her. Oh, she's fine. Okay. She's just aimlessly wandering. She's going back upstairs. <laughs> Screw these guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, this means next episode is going to be the Lady in Red. On location, which is so cool. And maybe she'll visit us. She better not. <laughs> we'll she find better out. not. I, I kind of hope she does. You do hope she does. But honestly, I would be able to deal with that shit better than you. Oh, I will scream like a little yeah. bitch. 100%. Yeah. I think it would traumatize you more than it oh, would yeah. me, actually. I want her to come so I can have the experience <laughs> and then tell people I handled it like a manly man, when in reality, I cowered. Yeah, and I would know the truth. Yeah. Yeah, so. and I wouldn't lie for you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would cower from a lot of things. I'm, I'm I'm, one of the kind of guys, I would stand up for some things, but when it comes to like paranormal activity, I, I cower. Yeah. Scares the shit out of me. I think seeing a ghost would be really freaky, but... 
the main reason I'm excited for Vancouver, I feel like you're excited because you're staying at the <laughs> Fairmont doing this podcast, but it's to see your tiny home, which well, yeah. is done. It's, it's pretty built. much done. Well, by like the time today, we get there. tomorrow, done. By the time we get there, yeah. it'll be built 100% Which is done. like a few week, a couple weeks ahead of schedule, which is like, what? So we'll make sure we vlog that and vlog, of course, the Fairmont as well. Yeah. So that'll oh, all be so up on excited. our YouTube. I'm so excited. So if you want to see some vlogs, some stuff on YouTube, we only have one video right now, but coming in Vancouver, we're definitely going to put more up there. Yeah. We'll have the time. Hopefully. <laughs> we're way too well, busy. We'll be on vacation. I'm assuming on vacation you have time to do That's shit. true. That's true. That's my goal anyway. I don't know what I don't, you plan. I don't know if I would have the same amount of time that the person in this case has, though, because this person dedicated a lot of time to <sighs> watching. Well, I know I just saw your Instagram post. I'm not, like, overly excited about this shit. Well, I wanted to change the tone a little bit because our last two cases were pretty heavy hitting. They were really heavy. So. Uh, the amount of messages I would get be like, I hate you guys. I know, right? <laughs> well, we even had a few people who were, like, diehard listeners who were like, yeah, I, I omitted I this I one or I omitted that, that one. one. Well, it was mostly. Okay, I feel like mine was, like, pretty intense, but we still, like, kept it at a, like, pretty lighthearted level. But yours, it just could not be. Kept at the lighthearted level. Well, it, it was, dumbfounded wow. and like shocked both of us. So Well, and I know. I was just like, I didn't know what to say because yeah. I was like, holy shit. Anyways, though, this case is, is creepy as hell. Don't get me wrong. But it's... There, no one dies. No one... Okay. No one's like, tortured. Did die? No one's raped. So okay. it's... It's creepy. But that's about it. Okay. Okay. It can't be that bad. No one died. No well, one got raped. This one is known as The Watcher. The Watcher. Yeah. Mm, I'm intrigued. So it's a whole stalking episode. If Okay, that's a bit creepy. If you can want to say it's stalking, I don't know. You'll, we'll get into it. You'll see. Make your own judgment call if you want to call it stalking or not. Okay. So you ready for this? Yeah, I just took a swig of my margarita. I'm good to go. I need to do the same thing. That was me making side effects. <laughs> okay, that's a big swig. I just downed half my margarita. Now we're going to have... This is our drunk our The drunk, drunk wicked grim. Okay, we're like five minutes into the intro. Let's let's get on with this. Let's do it. Okay, so in June of 2014. So this is oh, a this is recent. fairly recent case, not even 10 years ago. Cool, I like that. Derek and Maria Broadus had closed the deal to purchase a six-bedroom house at 657 Boulevard, Westfield, New Jersey. Okay. Westfield's, it's, it's a welcoming place. It's like, you know, a nice neighborhood. It's a place where neighbors might like actually introduce themselves, meet you with a warm greeting, welcome you to the neighborhood sort of thing. You know, it may even bring you a couple cookies on a platter or, or something. Or like a pie or something. Yeah. Kiwi Sweet. wants some attention. If you hear a meow, Kiwi's like in our face. All the of animals our, all of our animals. I know I almost want to be like, just go somewhere else for a minute, please. <laughs> in the tiny home, we can kick them out of the house maybe, or it'll just be worse. It will be worse. <laughs> Okay, welcome to Wicked and Grim. We have animals. <laughs> we love them. We love you guys. Deal with it. Okay, anyways, so they're moving in to this new house. It's a dream house. Amazing neighborhood, right? Okay. It's that only, sounds promising. It's only 45 minutes from New York. Oh. And it's a bit too, like, slow lifestyle for, like, most singles and stuff, which means the town's 30,000 residents are largely, like, well-off families. That sounds Because they're fairly nice though. houses. It's to be like a little ways out of a big city like that. I think that's perfect. Definitely. Definitely. It's like, I don't know, like a sitcoms, like perfect neighborhood sort of thing. Okay. Okay. So the Broadus has purchased the house for $1.3 million. Okay. That's a lot of money. Well, it was $1,355,657, which is an oddly specific number in my opinion, but whatever. Yeah. But house prices are like 
kind of weird sometimes yeah. how they're marked. Either way, they were overjoyed. This was literally their dream home. Okay. Um, it was in a familiar neighborhood as Maria grew up in the home, in the, sorry, margaritas are hitting me. She grew up in the neighborhood uh, oh, okay. in a home only a few blocks away. Oh, that's cool. Um, and for her husband, Derek, it was like the perfect place for him to raise his family with his wife sort of thing. Mm-hmm. They had three kids. It was just everything about it's perfect. And it was perfect to the point that the kids were even planning which fireplace Santa was going to come down during Christmas. Oh my gosh. And they, they had more than one fireplace? Yet. Yeah. And they hadn't even moved in yet. And this is what the kids are talking about. This sounds too perfect. So I'm already a... literally picture perfect. Yeah. Nothing's perfect. So three days after they purchased their new home, Derek was inside doing some renovations. They hadn't moved in yet. Okay. So he's inside painting, getting ready for the move. And Derek kind of finished up and he went outside to check the mail. And inside he found some letters. You know, of course, it's mail. Yeah. But one letter specifically was addressed to, quote unquote, the new owners in chunky letters. Eek. Okay. I'm going to give, not a warning, but a, uh, a heads up to everyone listening. The letters have never actually been fully published to the public. So we don't fully know what the letters have said. I wonder why that is. Um, it's it, They just kept them private and some sections of the letters have come through uh, via court cases. Okay. Okay. So I'm piece, I've pieced together the letters the best I can. I'm sure there's some missing, but here okay. we go. Okay. Inside the envelope was a typed note that began with a warm greeting. Dearest neighbors of 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. That's nice. How did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call to you with its force within? 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and as it approaches its 110th birthday, it has been put in charge, sorry, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, my father watched in the 1960s, and now it's my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. Creepy as fuck. Yeah, no. No. Creepy as fuck. Okay, that has to be like a... There has to be some sort of way for them to get the fuck out of that new purchase. No, they bought it. It's theirs. Yeah, but okay, if shit wasn't disclosed of this weird history of a house, you're lawyer or you're not your realtor and shit can be at fault can't they we, oh i bought my mic we get into a bit of the history on that so that's oh, that's to come okay. up here okay. okay now however that's not the end of the letter that's only like one third of it so to continue on i see already that you have flooded 657 boulevard with contractors so that you can destroy the house as it was supposed to be tisk oh. tisk tisk wow the judgment there bad move you don't want to. You don't want to make six five seven Boulevard unhappy. You have children. I have seen them. So Ooh. far, I think there are three that have that I have counted. Are there more on the way? I have asked the woods to bring me young blood, and it looks like they listened. Do you need to fill the house with young blood as I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family? <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> sorry, I think that was a first. I just sneezed. Sorry. Way to go. You just ruined the ambiance of the letter. I know. I'm letter. so sorry. I it's was all trying good. so hard. It's all good. Okay, where was I? 
Um, was your old house too small for the growing family? Or was it greed? Or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. Ugh. Last little bit of the letter. You ready for this? No, I already hate the letter. It's oh, it's weird. I would be like shh. The one pants. weird thing is it's like so formal and well written. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily well written, but very formal and like almost old English and like, very proper. Yeah, I did actually think it was like kind of old fashioned. Who am I? There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I am in one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. Oh, Lord. Maybe I am in one. Look out any of the many windows in 657 Boulevard. Boulevard at all the people who stroll by each day. Maybe I am one. Have a happy moving in day. You know I will be watching. Wow. Welcome. Let the party begin. Signed at the end in a cursive typed font, not hand signed, The Watcher. The Watcher. Okay, I would honestly feel like, I don't know, you'd be on like cloud nine. You're just moved into this awesome house, like your dream house. I'd probably be like, oh, this is like a prank. Most I don't likely. know if I would go there and be like, oh, this is so real. I mean, I'd probably be a little nervous, but I think I would more so just like think it's a prank. But there are still some details about that. They've, they've seen your three kids, which right away for any parent, your kids are most likely going to be yeah. your priority to protect. Yeah, 100%. So that's a big red flag there. Second, they the person did know the family prior to because he mentioned the Woods, which is the prior family, the Woods family. Like, okay, what do you mean? The family before these ones? Yes, who moved out and sold the house to the new family. The, their oh, last name is Woods. Okay, okay. So he referenced them. So he knows the Woods, or yeah. at least their name. And he knows that these people are bringing in contractors and have three kids. So he, he clearly is, whether it's a prank, he clearly is watching to some degree. I guess. I want to know why the Woods people moved. I hope you're going to go over that. Well, let's keep going. <laughs> okay, yeah, I am. So when Derek read this letter, it was after about 10 p.m., and Derek's wife and the kids were currently at their old house elsewhere in Westfield, you know, getting ready to move yeah. in sort okay. of thing. Okay. Uh, sorry, it wasn't elsewhere in Westfield. They were elsewhere while in Westfield he was there. Sorry, I wrote that weird. No, it makes sense. Um, so somewhere else, though, the watcher was watching, potentially even watching Derek read the letter on his oh, front okay. driveway. Oh, yeah, that's kind of creepy. So Derek immediately went inside the house, raced around, turning off all the lights so no one could see inside. And he called the Westfield police right away. Oh, so this like really got to him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. An officer immediately arrived to the house, read the letter and said, quote unquote, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Best response for a police officer ever. What the fuck is this? That's my kind of police officer. I love it. Just getting down to it. eh? I love right? it. That's funny. Uh, so he asked Derek if he had any enemies, and as far as Derek knew, he didn't. Which, I mean, most people don't think they have enemies, but who knows, right? Yeah, you never really know, I guess. So Derek rushed back to his wife and kids that night, and he and his wife, Maria, um, wrote an email to John and Andrea Woods, the previous owners of the property. Oh, and we're like, what the shit? Yep, pretty much. Well, I don't think they were aggressive about it, but they were questioning, right? Well, yeah, I would be. So the previous owners were an older couple, and it doesn't say why they moved out. I'm assuming it's most likely downsizing or something like that. Okay, that's fair. Um, so they were an older couple who previously owned the property before, and, you know, like I said, they recently sold. Um, yep. But in the email, they asked the couple if they had any idea who the watcher might be and why he had written the letter. Um, and quote to Derek, I had asked the Woods, sorry, 
not quote to Derek, quote to the watcher. Um, Cause specifically in there, I had asked the woods to bring me young blood and it looks right. like they listened. Right. Oh, right. So clearly it might tie the woods. They might have an idea. Mm-hmm. So the next morning, uh, they actually uh, received a reply from Andrea Woods. Okay. Uh, and a few days before moving out of the house, she said that they had also received a letter from the watcher. She said the note had been odd and she said that there is never any, or sorry, I jumped ahead. Do, 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 do. Okay, so she said the note was odd and it made similar mention of the watcher's family observing the house over time. But Andrea said her and her husband never received anything in the 23 years bullshit. of living in the house. I think that's bullshit. Well, I don't believe that. She said that her and her husband, once they received it before moving out of the house, just dismissed the letter as, like you said, a prank, a prank. and just turfed the letter. I just feel it's very weird that these people instantly move in, instantly get a letter, but then those other people are there for 23 years in one letter. Yeah. No. So, but it could just be this new watcher because he said his father watched it before him. His grandfather watched before him. It could just be that this watcher who's now taking over the air of watching 657 Boulevard is just anxious and... I guess. I or, or it came like maybe they saw it listed. Maybe. Or something. I, I don't Who know. Who knows what, why, how, where, everything... But this is the situation we are in. Hmm. So, Not cool. Yeah. So the Woods were more happy or more than happy to actually help out with Derek and Maria and do whatever they needed to talk to police or whatever. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. So later that day, they went down to the police station where Detective Leonard Lugo uh, joined the case and listened to what they had to say. Good name pronunciation. Thank you. I appreciate that. I tried really hard. Like really hard. I could hard. tell. If someone was watching you right now, they would know you were trying really Well, the really moment hard. I tried to say the name, like my posture went up, shoulders back, and I'm like, I got this. <laughs> like goose fraba om. <laughs> Meditating beforehand just to get it right. Okay, anyways. So after talking for a while about the house and the letters, quote unquote, the watcher, uh, or sorry, and quote-unquote the watcher. I'm getting mixed up today. Sorry, guys. Um, so the investigator, uh, Leonard, told Maria and Derek and the Woodses mm-hmm. not to tell anyone about these letters, including any neighbors, to keep it hush-hush, oh, quiet, okay. under the radar. Okay. At first is like, what the frig? But that makes sense, actually. Well, because as of right now, all of the neighbors were now suspects. Mm-hmm, exactly. And they didn't want to give away any idea of the investigation occurring to a potential watcher, right? Exactly, yeah. So there was no, if nothing was reported, no change in any behaviors, there's no reason for any observing habits of the watcher to change, potential letters to change. So it might give the investigators a heads up to maybe catch them in the act. Right. I honestly love how like everyone's taking this so seriously. Which is Like the police and everything. Because sometimes like even fucked up cases we've been doing yes they don't take that shit seriously <laughs> they're taking right? this letter. it's very refreshing to hear them actually take something serious okay not that they don't usually but just like a lot of our really messed up cases like there's been serious warnings oh yeah and like people could have been saved 
and yeah. they don't they're they're not yeah so right off the bat they're taking this seriously yeah like i'm actually can. like really like wow so it's a nice change of pace for sure mm-hmm. okay where am i here now i got off my my chart sorry i distracted you, you did okay so the broadest has spent the next couple of weeks on of course high alert and Derek canceled a work trip. And whenever Maria took the kids to the new house, uh, she would make sure the kids stayed close and never wandered into any corners of the yard. They took precautions when necessary. Such a shitty way to enter into this new chapter of your life. I know, right? It kind of sucks. It, it it gets worse. Oh, So okay. just wait. Cool. Um, there was actually one incident, incident when Derek was giving a tour of the renovations to a couple who lived on the block. Okay. Um, he froze like instantly when the wife of the couple um, said, quote unquote, it'll be nice to have some young blood in the neighborhood. Really? <laughs> yeah. That never, like it, it didn't make out anything like it's, it was just well, maybe like she a, was a watcher, it but. It was just a say, it's a saying probably. Yeah. And it's just like, wait, what? What'd you just fucking say? That is funny. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> two weeks after the initial letter arrived, Maria stopped by the house to look at some paint samples and check the mail. Oh, don't. I would just probably actually avoid checking the fucking mail. I know, right? Not going to lie. So when she opened the mailbox inside, she found another letter with the same thick, chunky black lettering on the envelope. This time, however, it was addressed to them directly by name. Oh. Mr. and Mrs. Broadus. However, it was misspelled because Broadus is B-R-O-A-D-D-U-S. And this was spelled B-R-A-D-D-U-S. So he did his homework, but he didn't do his homework. Well, he probably heard the name Broadus. And what does his... that mean, heard? He's listening. Oh, that That's where? one. Exactly. <laughs> where? How? Oh, God. But oh, that, God. that's one thing that could be guessed. He might have misspelled it because he never saw it spelled. He only heard oh, the name. Okay. I don't love that actually at all. <laughs> you're not going to love anything about this case. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, if someone's watching you from afar, it feels a little bit more okay than if they like can l- hear what the fuck you're saying in your house. Oh, just wait till she reads this letter. I feel like people wouldn't listen to us very long because we're fucked up. <laughs> Sometimes what we're talking about in our house. And some of the things we do is just really like early. Oh, Lord. Okay. You came home to I me drinking home. margaritas in a monkey onesie. Yep. I literally walk in the door and I, I didn't even question it really. I was making a TikTok. I was just like, oh, you're living your best life, eh? <laughs> I was making a TikTok. If anyone wants to follow me on TikTok, official Ben Gibson. I do oh, shenanigans. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Never a dull moment here. <laughs> Anyways. So immediately Maria called the police. So there were some things about this letter uh, that I found information, but not specific quotes. Like like I said, we don't have mm-hmm. all the information on these letters, right? Mm-hmm. So there's one quote. I don't know where it goes within this letter. So I'm going to read this quote prior to the letter and omit it during the letter. Okay. Okay. Sounds so good. just everyone's aware of that. So the watcher actually in this letter boasted having learned a lot about the family, especially the children. The letter identified the Broadduses, the three kids, by their birth order and their names and their nicknames. What? Their personal nicknames they are called from their parents in their home. Wow. Okay. Shit got real. Yes. The letter. Now it's not a prank anymore. I'd be fucking worried. Someone is definitely watching and listening. Yeah. The letter even asked about one child in particular. The watcher had seen them using an easel to paint inside an enclosed porch. And this is the quote that I'm omitting from the letter where he asks, is she the artist in the family? 
He watched her. He saw her. He, I didn't find the quote on it, but he did mention seeing her using the easel. Jeez. And then asked, is she the artist in the family? So this particularly made the Broadduses feel uneasy. Um, the porch in question was the front porch and the view from the street was blocked by bushes. You can't see from the street view. Really? Really. Really? Really. Meaning the only way the watcher actually could have seen was if he was beside the house. Oh, God. I hope they've like set up cameras and shit. Uh, they they definitely do. I don't mention it in this podcast because it's kind of oh, useless information. I would have fucking but cameras lining my whole goddamn house. They, they set up cameras and then they set up more cameras and then they set up more cameras. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. 100%. I would even have strings around with like cans and shit. So if I knew someone was coming, it would wake me up. Archaic technology. I love it. He's going to be watching for cameras. He's not going to watch for cans Yeah, he's not going to see the string, man. Okay. So I don't have any other of that particular information in that quote, but let's get into the letter. Okay. So the letter read, Welcome again to your new home at 657 Boulevard. The workers have been busy and have been watching you unload carfuls of your personal belongings. The dumpster is a nice touch. Have you found what is in the walls yet? Oh. In time, they will. I am pleased to know your names now and the name of the young blood you have brought me. You certainly say their names often. Well, yeah, they're your children. Yeah. What a weirdo. 657 Boulevard is anxious for me for you to move in. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the halls of the house. You have found all the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement? Or are they too afraid to go down there alone? Well, now they are. Just wait till this. I would be very afraid if I were them. <laughs> it is far away from the rest of the house. If you were Shit. upstairs, you would never hear their screams. What? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to continue. Holy frig. I'm going to try to get through the rest of this letter without you like. Okay, sorry. I'll, shut, I'll cover my mouth. Okay, ready? Yeah. we got to get the dramatic flow. I'm okay. covering my mouth. Go. Okay, okay. Will they sleep in the attic or will you all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedroom facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me to know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. All of the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I am the watcher, and I have been in control of 657 Boulevard for the better part of two decades now. The Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on and kindly sold it when I asked them to. I pass by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you are too broad. And now you are too brought us family. Sorry for that. Welcome to the product of your greed. Greed is what brought you in the past three families to 657 Boulevard. And now it has brought you to me. Happy moving in day. You know, I will be watching. Ready to pop the question. The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What the frig? Yeah. That's messed up shit. I think this guy is a bit of a complex, though, because he's, like, really starting to boast and, like, push himself up. I think he's an asshole. I think there's some stuff that he's saying that is like far beyond. Like, yeah, okay, he's definitely creeping the he fuck might be out a on this family. Good writer too. He sounds like he's probably a good writer. Definitely, but he's creeping in on this family. He's hearing some things. He's seeing some things. He's definitely getting close. But I think he's like starting to like get full of himself and just say more than he has power to. Like, the Woods sold the house when I told them to. I doubt that. Well, yeah, that. that's why I was like, oh, but I thought they've only had one letter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like he's just saying like he like manifested that shit. Yeah. Which I don't know. I'm 100% calling fucking total bullshit on that. Unless the Watcher is listening to this podcast and he's going to come creep on us, then I am so sorry. You are all powerful. All hail the Watcher. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Watcher. Does um, that just mean that they, did, they haven't found this guy? Did you just give us a bomb? This is an unsolved case. Oh, shit. <laughs> you and your unsolved shit. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Done with that. Actually, I dropped a hint earlier, too. Oh, well, I just got this one. I'm tired. I'm drinking margaritas. I, actually, earlier I dropped it on purpose. This one, I didn't mean to drop it there. So that's my bad. And I caught it. But even still, this is an unsolved case. But it's wow. it's just crazy how this goes. So it's worth listening in. Dang. So with a new letter clearly showing some... Someone is, like, in fact, watching them, right? Like, someone is watching oh, closely. Oh, 100%. Like, they know some things, for sure. Oh, yeah. And it's not, just, it's not just a prank. Yeah. Right? I'm over the prank. Thing. Everything became, like, a little too real at this point, reading yeah. a letter with that information. So, Derek and Maria decided not to visit the house for a while, not move in, and they kept their kids away from whoever was watching. Dang, though. Like, sometimes they, you wouldn't have that opportunity if your other house had sold and stuff. I know, right? So. Huh. So, with the lack of activity at the house... A third letter arrived. Holy shit. There's Kiwi, a cat on me. Kiwi just jumped up. <laughs> Hi, Kiwi. Gotta go, baby. Okay, so the third letter's a little bit shorter, and it goes like this. Where have you gone to? 657 Boulevard is missing you. The house is crying from all of the pain it is going through. You have changed it and made it so fancy. You are stealing its history. It cries for the past and what it used to be in the time when I roamed its halls. The 1960s were a good time for 657 Boulevard when I ran from room to room, imagining the life with the rich occupants there. The house was full of life and young blood. When it got old, and so did my father. Sorry, then it got old, so did my father. But he kept watching until the day he died. And now I watch and wait for the day the young blood will be mine again. 657 Boulevard is turning on me. It is coming after me. I don't understand why. What spell did you cast on it? It used to be my friend, and now it is my enemy. I am in charge of 657 Boulevard. It is not in charge of me. I will fend off its bad things and wait for it to become good again. I will not punish. It will not punish me. I will rise again. I will be patient and wait for it to pass. I messed that sentence up. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not a reader like this. This is weird for me. <laughs> I will be patient and wait for this to pass and for you to bring me the young blood back to, back to me. 657 Boulevard needs young blood. It needs you. Come back. 
Let the young blood play again, like I once did. Let the young blood sleep in 657 Boulevard. Stop changing it and let it alone. Okay, I think there were some tidbits in there, though, mm-hmm. that they could do some serious mofo research. Potentially, and get yes. This dude. Potentially. Because he was a child living there in the 1960s. No, 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 no. Listen closely. Okay, he did, did I... not live there. He was like, oh, so he was like a friend and shit? Okay, because you did say something about he dream about the like rich people or something that yes. lived there. Um, so in the 19, oh, okay. the 1960s were a good time for 657 Boulevard when I ran from room to room imagining the life with the rich occupants there. Oh, uh, so it was just like a friend or like cousin? Maybe, maybe he wasn't even welcome in the house and he just snuck in. Oh, okay. Well, that's not helpful at all then. Because so I was like, you could research this. Let's do it. Right. But no. However, there is one little bit of information in here that might be key. Um, he said that his dad, or he took over 20 years. He's been watching for about 20 years when his father passed away. So that might be of importance because now we have a timeline for when the previous quote unquote watcher mm-hmm. had passed away. So that might be a piece of information. I guess. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. The letter had literally drove the family, though, to putting all moving plans, like, on hold well, and on dang, the back burner. That's so, like, that just sucks. That's a lot of money they dropped into this house. It definitely is. But luckily, though, like you said, a lot of people don't have that luxury of just going back to their old house. Well, yeah. Honestly, neither did this family. They actually ended up moving in with Maria's parents. While the investigators tried to figure this out. So, yeah. I feel bad for them. That's like a nightmare. Oh, it is. It really is. And while investigators were looking into seeing who this watcher is, the problem was there was like so little evidence to go on. In fact, like other than the letters, they had literally nothing to tie anyone to anything. And the investigators were just at a straight dead end. Oh, yeah. This guy seems like he's smart. Girl or guy. I don't know why I'm just assuming it's a dude. It's could be the a watcher. Dude. Yeah, it could definitely be a female too. So some sus... females are smarter. Oh, really? You're going to go there? <laughs> just kidding. Wow. Just kidding. Love you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> You're just playing to our demographic, aren't you? I know. Actually, I felt okay saying that because the <laughs> majority of people listening are females. <laughs> Thanks. Way to turn the tides So here. you're outnumbered. <laughs> well, I'm in charge of this case. So shut your pie hole. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Let's not get this sexist attitude in here. God. It was a joke. Move on. I am moving on. Good. Let's do it. No. Now I don't want to. (laughs) You're like, I'm no longer in charge. Don't don't tell me what to do. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Okay. So some suspects did turn up, however. Okay. Derek learned about an eccentric family who lived next door, the Langfords. The family consisted of Mother Peggy Langford and several of her adult children who were middle-aged, and the family had a long history in the area. In fact, they lived in the neighborhood house since the 60s, which is when the watcher claimed his father watched the house. Interesting. Okay. So Derek began to suspect 60-year-old Michael Langford shortly after receiving the first letter, but detectives said that the Langford family's reputation had already been known, and though they were an odd family, they were harmless and caused no trouble for anyone. However, even though they kind of brushed off the Langfords, 
they were already a step ahead of Derek and already questioned them. Okay, so they're doing a good job here. They're doing their due diligence for sure. Yeah, I like this. So the detective said that Michael denied all knowledge of the letters and that his speaking manner and mental disorders convinced the detectives he was not able to write the letters in the same fashion as the watcher. Okay. So just like that very proper old English right formal sort of writing style that wouldn't come naturally to like a lot of people probably definitely not yeah so they're convinced it wasn't michael langford but i do want to point out and derek is still to this day convinced that it was michael langford really okay but he could have been putting an act on too when he was talking to the police he could have been 100 percent, definitely but michael's father is dead Okay. Mr. Langford, Peggy's yeah. husband, he's no longer alive. So yeah. it could be that he was the one watching in the 60s. Well, and it could very much so he could easily have access to see like the front porch and like just being the neighbor and stuff, you know? Yeah. Regardless, though, lack of evidence was a theme to go with like basically everything in this case. And other than like some letters that investigators had, they had nothing. No fingerprints, handwriting, DNA, photographs motives like literally no useful information of any sort to point them in the right direction Hmm. so it's brought on a slew of suspects including like all surrounding neighbors that i mentioned earlier um a teen boy who just so happened to pull over on the side of the road in front of the the house (laughs) whose girlfriend lived in the neighborhood um the list like literally goes on but it gets more obscure the farther you dive into it so none of those suspects i'm even going to bother touching on because it's just such a a stretch that we're not it's not worth it okay that's fair but i also have to say this is such a shitty way to get introduced to your neighbors hey right i'm just thinking about this like eventually if they move in yeah all their neighbors have been accused of like harassing them oh definitely (laughs) like that sucks so all the while though the broadest family were feeling the heavy burden of the house and of course the letters Derek was suffering from depression. Maria was diagnosed with PTSD. The financial struggle of the home. The kids not understanding what was going on, weighing down on them day after day. It's just this heavy, heavy, heavy burden. The idea of selling the home was long gone, however, as news of 657 Boulevard and The Watcher had made its way to the public. How? Because I was like, they need to just sell yeah, it's no longer viable. People weren't interested. New sources covered the story. Oh, for the Frick's internet sakes. became obsessed with the story. Anytime someone would become interested in the house because they did put it up for sale, they would quickly back out of the deal oh. once they were legally granted access to read the letters before purchasing. And oh, because they had to like disclose that. Yep. Yeah. So they would get the letters to read and right away they would back out. And rightfully so. Well, yeah, I wonder like, okay, because they could probably also have Googled it, but like I've never Googled a home address before I moved in. Now I'm <laughs> going to for sure. Yeah, right. It's a good idea. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a Yikes. dry throat here. You have to have a sip of your margarita. I have no wow. margarita left. We're in good <laughs> hands here. I love it. Woo. <laughs> I got to work in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you do. <clears throat> Okay, so eventually, though, selling it's just clearly not on the table. The Broadduses came up with an idea that could end it all. Okay, let's hear it. What if they demolish the house? And what if they split the property into two lots and erect two homes? 
this would they would seem to break even financially. Yeah, but that would real piss them off. But there would no longer be 657 Boulevard and no house for the watcher to watch and no watcher because which house is going to be 657 after that? It's not the house is gone, the property split, two new houses, mm-hmm. which one is Well, yeah, and they the should heir? almost have it so that neither of them is that address. Well, exactly. <laughs> I bet you they could do that. That's exactly okay, what that's they said. That's a good to idea. Do. I that like it. That was their plan. It wow. wasn't like anything that they wanted to do. Yeah. But it was the best plan they had. Smart. Financially, they'd break even. So. Yeah, I like it. They're thinkers. That's where they went. So the Broadus is applied though. to have the property split into two so they can move forward with the plan. And things quickly came to a halt, however, as the planning board denied the proposal. Why? As individual property must meet certain size requirements within the neighborhood of 70 feet wide per lot. And if they split up the property, each lot would be, drum roll. 69 feet? 67 feet. Three feet shy of the requirements. Their proposal was unanimously denied. That's bullshit. Because... They needed to just give it to them. Just wait. To add salt to injury, later that year, the board approved another property in the area to split their lot, and it would result in each property being much less than the even 67 feet. So that motherfucker, the watcher, is on that committee. 100%. Done. I just solved the shit. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Well, before we get to the next letter, because there is another one coming up, Left with little alternative, the family turned to renting out the house. They need oh. some income somehow. I'm surprised someone would want to rent it, but okay. Well, people needed to be notified of the watcher, and however, there was a clause that they put in there that would void the lease agreement if another letter came to the doorstep. Oh, Shortly after the renters moved in, oh, another letter this arrived. Guy. This one, this letter though, is different. That's nice. Maybe. No, it's not. Nice. Oh, I was going to be nice to the renters, but no? No. Okay. This one is filled with a lot more hate. Violent winds and bitter cold to the vile and spiteful Derek and his wench of a wife, Maria. You wonder who the watcher is? Turn around, you idiots. Maybe you even spoke to me. One of those so-called neighbors who has no idea who the watcher could be. Or maybe you know who you are, who I am. And you're scared to tell anyone. Good move. I walked by the news trucks when they took over my neighborhood and mocked me. I watched as you watch from a dark house in an attempt to find me. Telescopes and binoculars are wonderful inventions. 657 Boulevard survived your attempted assault and stood strong with its army of supporters barricading its gates. My soldiers of the Boulevard followed my orders to a T. They carried out their mission and saved 657 Boulevard with my orders. All hail the watcher. Maybe a car accident, maybe a fire, maybe something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away, but makes you feel sick day after day after day after day after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet. Loved ones suddenly die. Planes and cars and bicycles crash. Bones break. (laughs) what an asshole so just like you said he very well could be controlling the board and he even said so in this letter okay but he doesn't have that much power he's on the board i already think i figured this out okay who is it 
one of the board people. And who? I need to know who they are, and then I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm. Sh- I don't I'm know who the board kidding. members are, but I'm sure there's a lot of them. Because like he just doesn't have this much power. I think, he, like you said, he's like full of himself. Like I coffee. do think that. I definitely think that. I mean, he's casting like such a wide net. Like maybe a car accident, maybe a fire, maybe something simple as a small illness that never seems to go away but makes you feel sick day after day. Oh no, I have a common cold. Oh, the watcher. That's like, so what bullshit the fuck? that they didn't grant them this. Their amazing idea. I'm so upset about that. Yeah. That idea was genius. It was. It was. Good move on them trying to think that up, but didn't quite pan out. So, oh, so he's getting angry. He is. So again, the Broadus family would turn to the police. And again, Dang. they would be met with a dead end. Frustrated and lost. Sorry, hold on. Frustrated and lost with what to do with the family. Um, they tried to sue the Woodses. Really? They did. Okay, I don't know if I love that. Well, the Woodses had received a letter prior to, and they didn't disclose. They it. didn't disclose it. But was which it a meant bad they letter? They withheld though? information. We don't know if it was a bad letter. They dismissed it and turfed it. Oh my gosh! Okay, this just is turning real nasty. Well, though. the lawsuit didn't go anywhere. It fell through. It was kind of null and void. I mean, they, they are in. At. They are in. They're not right either. Like I don't know if I love the Woodses either, but. This is just a disaster. It is. There are, however, some allegations that the Broadus family themselves were the ones to do it. Oh, they like maybe realized that they got themselves in a situation. Yeah. However, like a lot of these allegations aren't know. really worth mentioning. I'm going to say that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but one. the idea mostly is that the Watcher was a hoax put on by the family. Um, and there is a bit of noteworthy information here. Uh, shortly after being denied to split the property up, Okay. There was letters dropped off at the doorstep of every board member's home. From that, the watcher? That was very angry, spiteful, hateful. And Derek admitted it was him who dropped those letters Derek. off. Derek! He regrets it. He was just pissed off. You fucked up, bro. So that leads people like, oh, maybe he was watcher writing oh, letters himself. Oh, he screwed up there. So maybe it was a ploy for attention or maybe it was potentially gain off media and even sell the rights for a movie deal to Hollywood. That's one of the things people are saying, but allegations toward the family um, have literally haunted them since the story became public. Um, But just like before though, there's, there's no evidence, there's no motive and there's just no proving any of it. That would actually be a really good movie. It would be really good. eh? No, definitely. I'd watch that. There is actually a movie called The Watcher, which I think came out before this. This stars Keanu Reeves. I don't even know what it's about. Oh, okay. But So the fourth letter will be the last correspondence from The Watcher. The house was put back on the market in March of 2016, and the Broadus family was finally able to resell their home in August of 2019 for a grand total of... I know how much. 960000 Okay, that's actually not terrible. It's I thought not, it was going to be a lot lower. But it's it's a 400000 loss on the property. Oh, is it that much? Plus inflation, though. So that's before inflation. So you're probably looking at they probably lost close to five hundred grand, half yeah, a million. Yeah, when they put some money in for rentals and stuff. They did. So probably even more. Okay, I guess that's quite a loss, yeah. Well, while, I thought it would got, not been able to sell for that much, though. Yeah. Well, while they have lost, well, I mean, it's it's a famous house. There's could be someone interested, regardless of its background. It's famous, right? That's true. Owning history, owning something that people will gawk at. 
Yeah. So while they may not have gained money, they lost money, in fact, Mm -hmm. um, they did gain a lot more. They gained their lives back. They're free from the sinister actions of the Watcher. Um, The burden of the letters, um, it's now on someone else. Right. The new homeowners. Right. And it's theirs to worry about. Um, However, 657 Boulevard and its new homeowners um, have chosen to stay anonymous. Oh, really? So we have no idea if they've gotten any letters. No idea. Oh, dang. So as far as we know, that fourth letter was the last one. You could, but (laughs) I doubt they'll they'll, uh, They'll accept. They won't tell you, yeah. There is one final thing, because that's the end of the story, but there is one final thing I want to note here. Um, Netflix has actually picked up the rights to this. Oh, fun. Uh, So, oh, I only have the first name. Shoot, I thought I had the whole name. Anyways, there's a producer who works very closely with Netflix and has produced a lot of different stuff and is very like high regards. Um, He's producing a seven episode series, which each episode will be one hour in length. And the limited series will be more akin to like American Horror Story, but he is going to be covering that and it's going to be coming out later in 2021, I believe. Oh gosh, that's super fun. So yeah, if you want to see the whole series on The Watcher on Netflix, watch out for it. See what I did there? (laughs) I did. Yeah, I like it it a lot. So yeah, that is The Watcher of 657 Hmm. Boulevard. Okay, I definitely like thought it was going to be something else. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was just going to be like a lot of different stalking incidents of different people, not like the same poor family. Yeah. And they were, it was just an onslaught of just like, they don't know what to do. Hmm. How can you do anything over well, that? Well, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That just like never buy a house that expensive. Just buy a <laughs> tiny home. You can't get yourself. You can never. just move your fucking house how and you're good you, to go. How did you get that moral from this story? Oh, these people bought an expensive house. Someone stalked them. Therefore, don't buy an expensive house. Just buy a tiny house. You're good to go. That makes no sense. That's the moral of the story. Wow. Okay. I'm just kidding. But that actually, it makes sense. Because then you you don't lose money if you have to peace. If you have to peace out. Like that's a one point whatever. The nice thing about having a tiny home is if we have a watcher, we can peace out with the house. Yeah. They're just going to like hop on the back. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Well, we, let's hope that doesn't happen. No. So. That's creepy. I do feel really bad for these people. Definitely. So hope, I'm hoping that their life is okay now. Yeah. Our life is going to be okay when we go to Vancouver and we do the Lady in Red episode next week. Oh, can I just like, okay, I don't know if people are like super, like I don't know if we have a lot of listeners that are into Vancouver, but like if they have any cool like restaurants or places to visit, like. Hit us up. Yeah, definitely tell us. I've been asking us. everyone, actually. 100%. We're, we're going to have some free time there, and I want to do some cool stuff. Yes. There'll be a lot happening on our Instagram. And like I said, YouTube as well. So check that stuff out. Give us a follow, Wicked and Grim. And YouTube's actually Wicked Life. But you can find all our links on wickedandgrim.com. Perfect. Good job, Ben. Well, until next time. Stay wicked. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.